Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to the following message provided by Renew Church. We pray that this message will be a blessing and encouragement for you. For more information about our church, please visit www.renew.miami. So pray with me as I prepare to preach to you this morning. God in heaven, we thank you for today. Thank you for all that you do for us. God, I pray that you'd bless this message. I pray that you'd bless this, uh, the preaching of your word, God. Bless this service and uh, every aspect of it. Be with these people that are here today, uh, new people, as well as the folks that uh, have been coming faithfully for, for months or years, God. Just minister to hearts. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, if you are a visitor this morning, there's a, a Connect card on your chair, and we just encourage you to take a moment Fill it out. Keep one half of it. Fill this side out. If there's a next step you want to take, this is the perfect opportunity for you to communicate with us. And, and uh, if you need to talk to a pastor or learn about baptism or find out about serving with the Renew Crew, this is that opportunity. And I encourage you uh, to do that. I would love for you to, to be a part of that. Also, Mikey's probably going to talk about that, but there's banded packs of invitations on your chairs. Those are, those are uh, packs of five or seven invitations. Those are not for you so that you are reminded five times to come to Renew on, uh, on Christmas Sunday, December 18th and 19th. We're actually opening a, a third service for that special day so that families and friends could come uh, on a Saturday night. You need to invite. You need to invite your friends, your neighbors, the five for five, the people that you're praying for. They're out there on that Christmas tree. We've been praying for those people. You need to invite somebody to, to come see a show, to experience that. But more than the show is the message of the gospel. Because I promise you, we're not just going to have fun and listen and, and, and sing about Rudolph or something like that. Really, we're, we're, we're getting people to come and hear the good news, the gospel of Jesus. Amen? Man, a lot. Amen? Come on, let's come to life today. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you to one of you that was uh, fully alive. <laughs> uh, all right, so let me get into the message this morning. And uh, we'll start with this. The, the, the key idea is, is to not let the reason for the season get sidetracked. Don't let the reason for the season get sidetracked. This is a message that will focus on the simplicity of Christmas at a time when things are at their craziest, right? I mean, December is a crazy time of year, isn't it? I mean, it's that time when, when uh, just there's so many things going on. And I want to start this message and kind of get into this series focusing on the Christ of Christmas and Christianity. Because that's the root word for Christmas and Christianity is Christ. And so often we think the root word is shopping, so often we think the root word is Santa Claus or, you know, presents. But the root word of Christ and Christmas is, I mean, uh, Christmas and Christianity is Christ. So uh, I'll start with a story, and this is, I'll, I'll kind of take us back to Thanksgiving. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving, by the way, if I didn't see you last week. But uh, a few years ago, I went with my family to a friend's house for Thanksgiving. But our family loves the Thanksgiving preparations. We love the meal. We love cooking the meal. We love cooking the bird and, and all of the fixings that go with it. Just It reminds us of our family. It reminds us of growing up. So whether we eat at a friend's house or we eat at home, we're always going to cook the Thanksgiving meal. What do we do with the Thanksgiving meal? Well, we make turkey sandwiches for two weeks. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're not eating that meal typically on that day, but we're snacking the entire day. And then we go to our friend's, friend's house for Thanksgiving. But we want the experience. You know what I'm talking about. Like Thanksgiving is experiential, isn't it? And so um, 
we were going to eat somewhere else, and my wife and I, we were at the grocery store, which is a rare occasion that I go to the grocery store, but for whatever reason, this, this particular occasion, I was with my wife, and uh, we were in the grocery store, and we had just finished picking up pretty much most of the ingredients for the Thanksgiving meal, and it was time to think about the, the, the Thanksgiving dessert. And so my wife is, is really, really wise, and she said, honey, you know, we're going to the Carbonells for, for Thanksgiving. Why don't we, instead of actually having um, two desserts, why don't we just choose one? And I'm like, honey, that is so wise. That is so good. Great idea. And so, so she came up with, which one is it going to be, pumpkin or pecan? Which pie are we going to have for Thanksgiving? And, and uh, you know, we're a small family. We didn't need all the extra calories. And and who likes pumpkin pie anyways? I mean, it's like baby food in a pie crust. Why do you want that? I, don't, you can put your hands down. You don't, you don't count for anything. <laughs> um, we got our groceries home, and a couple days later, we had to make another trip. And again, weird, weird. Two times in a week, we, I was at the store with my wife, and I do not go to the store. But I was at the store with my wife, and... Um, we're, we're getting some last-minute things for the Thanksgiving and maybe for the, for the week. I have no idea what we got that day. But I come back. I'm, I'm running to the other side of the store. And when I come back, there in the basket, my blood pressure just went up a little bit. There in the basket was a pumpkin pie. And I... And I go to my wife, I'm like, honey, we had this conversation a couple of days ago. We made the choice. We had the, you know, we had the vote. We decided it's a pecan. Why is there a pumpkin pie in the basket? And she's like, because, honey, it's pumpkin pie, and you can't have pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving. La, 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 la. I'm like, what are you talking about? We can, we can eat it at the, 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 the people's house that we're going to, and we, you never, like... It, you don't need that. We have a pie. And if you really wanted pumpkin pie, we could have voted again, and I would have allowed you to have the p pumpkin, and I would have foregone the pecan pie because we didn't need the calories. We didn't need the extra food. And she said, I just really, really wanted it, and it won't be the same without it. I, I tell you that silly story about Thanksgiving to, to ask you the question, why do you do the things you do? Why do you do everything that you do? We've moved past Thanksgiving. That's the end of Thanksgiving. Pumpkin spice is out. Throw it out. Don't even drink it anymore. Um, and, and yes, you can tell I'm not a pumpkin guy. But uh, the question that I'm presenting to you or the, 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 the thing I'm proposing is why do we do what we do? Why do we, why do, we do everything we do in the Christmas season? Why do we do what we do? I mean... Why do we decorate like this every Christmas? And why do we have all these parties? And why do we buy presents for our teachers and our neighbors and our pastors? And why do you buy so many presents for your pastors? That's not a hint or anything. I'm just kidding. <laughs> why, do we, why do we do the gift exchange and the secret Santa and the, the elf on the shelf and the, the Christmas trees and the journey on the Christmas Express program and Going to multiple houses, Abuela's house and, and Tio's house and everybody's house, like it gets crazy, doesn't it? Christmas gets crazy and it makes for an exhausting day, but even more so it makes for an exhausting season, does it not? It makes for a crazy season, one in which some people would say this, and I've heard it already, I wish Christmas was over already. 
Yeah. Not everybody, Carlos, but, but some people. I wish Christmas was over already. I want to, again, remind you what we're talking about today. And the point of the message this morning is, is to not let the reason for the season get sidetracked. Amen? Don't let the reason for the season get sidetracked. Let's go to Luke chapter 1. Luke's gospel, chapter 1. The words will be on the screen. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And the angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be, called, he will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who is said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. This is God's word, and we're thankful for it. We're thankful for the, 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 the commitment that Mary made that said, I am the Lord's servant. May your word be to me fulfilled. And if you don't get anything else today, I, I, I hope that would be your prayer to God today. I am the Lord's servant. May your word be to me fill, fulfilled. See, it was a simple birth, a, a stable, maybe a cave, a cataluma, this, this inn, this thing that, that is, is uh, very much uh, beyond simplicity. I mean, it's for animals. And there's hay and, and, and uh, you know, sheep and cows and goats and maybe donkeys and horses. And, and, and there's this little feeding trough that sounds better when you call it a manger, and that's the, the place where Jesus was born, and he was born to these simple parents, not to royalty, but to a carpenter named Joseph. Can you imagine his feelings of distrust and doubt in those days? I mean, his wife had a, a baby growing inside of her that he had nothing to do with. And he's thinking to himself, this doesn't make sense. I'm a carpenter. I work with my hands. I know if I do something, it's going to create something. And nothing that I did created this. In fact, it says in Matthew's gospel, because Joseph was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, this is before the angel appeared to him and, and, and you know, showed him that, that uh, this was of God and it was an immaculate conception it says he had in mind to divorce her quietly. He was a righteous man, but he said what has happened in her is unrighteous. So he, he was going to divorce her. Why? Because it didn't make sense. And here's Mary. She's a teenage Jewish girl. And her words resonate in me. I'm the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. I mean, think about this. A, a person's 
character is revealed by his or her response to the unexpected. It's not, your character is not revealed when you, you get the plan ahead for it. Your, your character is not revealed when you get, it, get to know it's coming like a mile out or a year out. It's when it hits you that you're like, Lord Jesus, like, what am I going to do? That's when your character gets revealed. This baby growing inside of Mary reveals her character. And when she says, I'm the Lord's servant, may it be to me as you have said. And, and she has very little social status, none actually. She's a teenage woman, Jewish girl, unmarried. She's of no significance. She's a virgin of little importance. But when God chooses you, that's a different story. Amen? Simple parents. It was simple humanity. Jesus. He was fully God, yet fully man. And especially in those early days and in that birth and up till his ministry began, 30 years living in an underwhelming childhood and adolescence. I mean, think about those years. Growing up with his brothers and sisters, typical family, working as a carpenter's son under his dad. In fact, there's almost... Just so little written about him. I mean, there's the encounter at the temple and when his parents lost him when he was a, a, a young man, but uh, like a, a young boy. But other than that, we don't know anything about Jesus besides his birth and then that little account and then his baptism and, and then the, the ongoing account of his ministry. It was so simple. It was so like normal. I don't know how many of you sometimes just feel like, man, I'm just so normal. I wish I could be this guy. I wish I could be this guy. I wish I could do this thing. And yet Jesus showed us for 30 years what it means just to, just to stay faithful and know that God in, in the midst of everything can, can do a, a great thing in the simplicity of life. Like Jesus was a simple king. As I said, no majesty, no royalty. And yet 2,000 years later, he's still trending all over the world. I mean... Two billion people on the planet living today will celebrate the birth of this little Jewish boy. So there should have been much more to it then and now. I mean, it can't be so simple, can it? Like, how can we do that? We celebrate all kinds of things. The big win until next year. And the newly elected official until he screws it up. And the next winner of the voice until the next one comes. And we're always celebrating all of these things but Jesus, he didn't have Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok, or TV. He was just a baby born to a virgin in a barn. And some angels showed up to some shepherds, probably not the greatest network communicators of their time. Like, literally, that's how it happened. It was simple. Because he was simply Jesus. What's my point? In the complexity of the season... In the chaos of Christmas, I'm going to give you three things that I want you to catch. And if you're taking notes, these are the fill in the blanks. And they're really quick, so write them down quick. Be simple. Slow down. And enjoy the moment before it becomes a memory. Let me say those again. Be simple. Slow down. And enjoy the moment before it becomes a memory. A memory until you experience it for yourself or watch someone else go through it we often forget that Christmas can be a very difficult time for some 
This is my first year of uh, really thinking about that last point, enjoying the moment before it becomes a memory, because uh, this is the year that I'm not as much enjoying certain moments, and I'm reminiscing on memories. My father passed away from COVID in August or September, and now I'm thinking about being a, a, a kid at, at, ha- at the house with my parents and a teenager and then newly married and then watching grandpa interact with my girls and knowing that this Christmas will be different. It's not about the games and the gadgets. It's not about the presents and the pie. It's about family, friendship, relationships, Jesus. Whatever Christmas is for you, regardless of the past, I want you to experience the Christ of Christmas this year. I don't want you to be one of those people that are saying, I wish Christmas was over already. Instead, I want you to be simple. I want you to slow down. And I want you to enjoy the moment before it becomes a memory. See, I don't know how many Christmases I have left on the earth. I would have never guessed that last Christmas would have been the last with my dad. I've experienced 42, and maybe I have 42 more, or maybe not. I have no idea, but I know this. I need to learn how to enjoy them. And that means sometimes just simplifying Christmas. You see, there's nothing wrong with the presents, the parties, the shopping. But if you forget why we do all that we do, that's when the reason for the season gets sidetracked. And like Christmas, Christianity can do the very same thing. It can get complicated. Like Christmas, Christianity can get complicated. And I need to remind you that there's the root word of Christmas is, is this thought of Christ in Christianity. But so often we complicate things and it gets crazy and we're, we're saying which church and what service and how do you worship and, and the Bible and what version and how long do I need to read it and do I start in the beginning or do I go to the New Testament or what do I do with that? And, and then there's these groups that the pastor's always talking about and there's small groups and Bible study and CR and Zoom groups and all these different ways to get connected into the church. And then there's serving opportunities with kids and worship and the youth ministry and connections and production. All of these things that kind of are, are just becoming chaotic for me. And then there's prayer. Like, how do I pray? And the Lord's Prayer. And how often do I pray? And do I have to pray before I eat a protein bar? Like, what do I need to do? Like, Do I pray before bed? Do I pray when I wake up? Like, what is that? And then there's baptism and child dedication and growth track and giving and the Christmas Express and church planting. All of these things. All of these things that are really, really good things. But all of a sudden, it gets crazy, doesn't it? Just like Christmas, Christianity can get crazy. So excited about what God's doing at Renew and so many new people that are coming and the fact that we're planting a second location and I, 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 like we had our first interest gathering for the Renew location in the Redland area and Pastor Deke who's going to be our campus pastor with over a hundred people that came for that first event, just a, like a launch party, amen. 
that, that church will plant in February of uh, 22. And uh, I'm, I'm super excited about it because God has given us this vision of planting seven churches in Miami. And, and you can't have number three without number two. And so that's where we're at. That's what we're doing. And Pastor Deke's doing an amazing job. If you know people in the uh, Redland area, Homestead area, or if maybe you are and you want to be a part of that, you see Pastor Deke. Talk to him. Pastor Deke, raise your hand so they see who you are over here. But these things are happening and I can't wait to see what God does. I'm so excited about what God is already doing. And I'm, I'm kind of like just looking forward. And I'm, I'm looking ahead. And I'm looking even beyond number two and into number three. And I'm almost kind of doing the same thing with Christmas that I am Christianity. Like, I can't wait for, for the next church plant. And I can't wait for, for church plant number four and number five. And where is it going to be? And who's going to lead it? And how's it going to happen? And all of a sudden, like... Here's what I'm thinking to myself. As our ministry grows, as this house grows, my house will shrink. Like, let me say that again. As, as, as this house grows, my house shrinks. What are you talking about, Trevor? Well, I have these two girls, Emily and Macy. And uh, one of them is a junior in high school. So I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited about church plant number two in 2022 and maybe church plant number three in 2023 and so on and so forth but I, I need to realize that if I don't enjoy the moment it's going to be a memory so I would look ahead and I'm excited but at the same time I need to stop and enjoy the, the here and now you see there's this tension between the now and the not yet isn't there there's this tension between like what I want to see God do right here and right now and, and then thinking ahead and saying, God, just get us there, get us there. And, and considering the fact that when that happens, there's going to be some other things that are going to be, happen. And so in the complexity of our faith, in the complexity of your personal faith, when it comes to Christianity, I'm going to give you three points, three things that you can write down. And these are super simple. If they're not on the screen, it's okay. You, you can get them just by me saying them. Be simple. Slow down. And enjoy the moment before it becomes a memory. Be simple. Slow down. And enjoy the moment before it becomes a memory. Amen? So how do you do that? How do you do that in, in, in your faith? So in, in Christmas, just... When it comes to Christmas, let's, let's make sure we remember the reason for the season. Let's remember why we do what we do, why we, we sing what we sing, and all these things. Don't let them sidetrack you from what it is God's doing. But in Christianity, very similar, very same things. Like, get into a fellowship. Let's, let's not make this really, really complicated. Get into a, a fellowship. If you're not a part of a church family, and this is just you're a visitor showing up, and you don't have a church family, make this your church family today. Make the commitment. Amen? Make this your church. 1 Corinthians 12 says the body is a unit made up of many parts. And though all of its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ. So make sure that you're in a fellowship with other believers, the body of Christ gathered together. Second thing, read the Bible. Read the Bible. Get into the Word of God. 
if you don't know where to start, a great thing would be to go to the tent out here, the Next Steps tent. Grab one of those New Testaments, and they will even tell you exactly where to begin. It'll even give you some introductions to the Scripture and what to do. If you have a Bible and you don't want one of those Bibles, go into the book of uh, the Gospel of John or Gospel of Matthew or look at Jesus' brother James and his words. Let somebody guide you in this and disciple you in that area of your life. Keep it simple, though. You don't have to read it for six hours a day. You don't have to make a goal of finishing the entire Bible in a year. It's a great goal, but you don't have to do that. If you get one thing in one minute, I'd rather you get that verse of a day, verse, verse of the day on you version and really gain something from that rather than reading 10 chapters and get nothing. So read the Bible. Pray. That's the third one. Scratch that. If you don't know what I'm talking about, pray. That sounds overwhelming. Then just talk to Jesus. Talk to Jesus. What do you talk to him about? Same thing you talk to your family about. The good things and the bad things. The needs and the struggles. The hurts and the hang-ups. Talk to Jesus. That's pray. So get in a fellowship. Read the Bible. Pray. Allow God to work in you and connect with others in that. This is the first Sunday of the month, and as we prepare to receive communion right after this song, I, I want to give you a simple way to, to uh, start this Christianity thing. Maybe if you're a new believer or you're not a believer and you want to make that decision today, because as we receive communion, you don't have to be a member of, of the, uh, the body of, I mean, th this church. You just have to be a member of the body of Christ to receive communion with us. This is a, a sacred moment that God... Uh, Jesus commanded us to take and we do it regularly every first Sunday of the month we remember what Christ did but you should not receive these elements if you're not a follower of Christ you shouldn't take them but if you're saying pastor I don't know if I should I don't know if I'm, I'm ready I don't know if I'm, I'm in the body of Christ well today can be the day here and now can be the day of salvation amen and so it's as simple as and we're, we're trying to simplify your Christianity it's as simple as ABC a, admit. A, admit. Admit your sin to God. Romans chapter 3, verse 23 says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So the first thing you've got to do is admit your sin. The second thing is to be, believe. John chapter 3, verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So once you've admitted your sin and that, that in your own self, you're not, you don't measure up. We don't measure up. After you've admitted, then you begin to believe on Jesus, accepting what he's done. And then the third letter, A, B, C, is to commit. To commit. Saying, Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross, and because of your death, I can be saved. Right here and now, I'm committing my life to you. I'm asking you to forgive me. I'm asking you to be my Lord, my Savior. And if you pray that prayer in just a moment with me, then I invite you to receive of communion with us today. I invite you to take of these elements with us today and to know that you're in the fellowship. Don't complicate this thing. Don't make this so hard or overwhelming that you're just like, well, I, 
I need to go to church for six months, and, and then in, in six months, then I can start doing these things, and then I'm a Christian, and then I'm going to heaven. No, 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 no. Today is the day of salvation. You know, Jesus was on the cross, and I think there's a reason there was three criminal, three people, two criminals plus Jesus on the cross at that day, on that day. And one of them was repentant. One of them was, was worthy of death. Actually, both on both sides. They were worthy of death, but one of them was repentant. And he said, remember me when you enter into your kingdom. And Jesus said, today you'll be with me in paradise. Knowing that that was going to be his last day, he said, today you'll be with me in paradise. That same opportunity that God gave, Jesus gave to that criminal on the cross, he gives to you today. He offers it to you right here and right now. It's as simple as A, B, C. Would you uh, stand with me and, and bow your heads as we prepare our hearts to pray? We're going to receive communion after, after the time of worship. But um, I'm just going to pray over this... Um, I'm going to pray over this, this time as you contemplate what it is that God is doing. Heavenly Father, I just I give you today. I give you all that, that uh, we have, all that we are, God. Our Christmas season, God, and the chaos that kind of comes with it. And sometimes the, the frustrations of shopping and making everybody happy and doing the parties and stuff like that. I pray that you would help us to simplify our Christmas. Help us not to let the reason... For the season get sidetracked. And God, in our Christianity, pray that you'd help us to simplify it. Help us to, to recognize and realize, oh God, that in this time and in this moment, as simple as your birth was, as simple as your, your, your life was, God, it doesn't have to be so complicated. Pray for the person right here and right now that's maybe recommitting their life to you today. Maybe there's some sin in your life and here and now you're just saying, Lord Jesus, I know that I've made some mistakes in my past and right now I'm repenting. I'm turning from that. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you to forgive me and I'm turning away from that sin. That's what repentance means. I'm turning towards you. So whether this is your first time or your fifth time or 50th time, this could be that opportunity for you to say, Jesus, Thank you for dying on the cross. Forgive me of my sins. Come into my life. And be my Lord and Savior. Thank you, O oh God, for these people, for the hearts and lives of these that are here today. Minister to us, we pray, as we prepare our hearts to receive communion. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's sing this song together and then I'll give you further instruction.
simple. Slow down and enjoy the moment before it becomes a memory. 20 days, 20 days till Christmas. Let's make them, let's make them great. Amen. Don't let that Grinch in the grocery store make you crazy. Don't let them ruin your, your, your minute, much less your week or your season. Now, they, they have a way of doing that. I say it all the time. He who angers you controls you. So that lady in front of you at Bath and Body Works, just smile and wave, baby. Smile and wave. I love on some people. Shop online, it's so much better. <laughs> what am I doing? This is a sacred moment. Forgive me for that. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. God is so grace-filled, isn't he? He lets a pastor talk about Bath and Body Works before this moment. Let me read this to you. This is that, that sacred moment when um, Jesus was eating his last supper. Sound familiar? You heard of the last supper? He's going to eat the last supper. You've seen the picture, Da Vinci. He's eating that last meal with his disciples. And as he's uh, getting ready to eat this meal, uh, he knows that he's going to go to the cross. And they don't understand it. They can't figure it out. But... Uh, this is a special moment, and, and, and we invite you, as I said, if you prayed that prayer and you accepted Jesus into your life, or you are a, a, a follower of Christ for years or however long, we invite you to receive of these elements with us. This is what it says in Luke chapter 22. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and he said, take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Then it says he took the bread and he gave thanks. God, we thank you. And he broke it. And he gave it to them and he said, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take and eat of this bread together. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Let's do this in remembrance of him. 
of his body broken and his blood shed to preserve us blameless and everlasting life. Let's do this in remembrance of him and be thankful. Oh God, we are thankful for your body broken and your blood shed. We're thankful for the, the life that you live, the simple humanity and the example that you set for us. We're thankful for your earthly parents, Mary and Joseph, and, and, and the commitment they made to bring you into this world and to, to raise you up in a family and in a home so that you could do the ministry that you did to touch the millions of people that you have, billions of people that you've touched over the, over the, the, the course of time so that we could be here today in Miami celebrating this meal. May we never take it for granted. None of us. Help us. With your heads bowed and your eyes closed, every head bowed, every eyes closed, if you made a decision today, we just want to pray for you, and I'm not going to bring you to the front or do anything else. Just, just um, we want to know, and, and uh, someone would have a Bible that they would like to give to you if, if you made a decision today to help you to, to take that next step. If you made a decision today, would you just lift your hand? If You'd say, Pastor, I, I decided to follow Jesus today. If that's you this morning, praise God for you up here on this side. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Anybody else? Come on, let's give God praise for what he's doing in the hearts and lives of people. Just, just as Jesus went to the one, just as Jesus ministered to the, 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 the Every single person, the leper and the, the widow and the, the children and the thief, he cares about each and every single one of you in your lives. He wants to help you. He wants to walk with you. He wants to, to guide you in your, 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 your next steps. If you need to take a next step, I encourage you to do that. Stop by the table and under the tent on your way out this morning and let us help you grow in your relationship with Jesus. Don't let this be a one and done. Don't let this be, I, I went to church for the year. Let this be the beginning of what God's doing. Even for those of you that have been just doing this like, you know, 20 weeks of a year, and it's just kind of like the thing you do, and it's your church, and you come, and you watch online sometimes, but this is it. This is the extent of it. I want you to be a part of a family. I want you to be a part of a group of people that know you and love you and that pray for you and that support you because it is an amazing thing to watch people that I have nothing to do with bless other people like we just had a couple weeks ago for a guy that was brand new to the, the area, actually brand new to the country, and he went to a small group for the first time, and his small group bought him a bike uh, just because he had no mode of transportation. I had zero to do with that. Renew Church, the administration had nothing to do with that. I just found out later on that the small group bought him a bike because he needed a bike. Isn't that good? You need to be a part of that. You need to be a part of that. On the giving end and the receiving end, it feels so good. It's more blessed to give than to receive. And I want you to experience everything that God is doing in this church. Let me pray with you one more time, and then I'm going to have Mikey come back up. God, we just thank you again for the work you're doing in the hearts and lives of these, your people. God, I pray that uh, in this season, God, in this Advent season, God, as we anticipate your, your return, God, may we not take for granted uh, what it all means. It's not just about presents and Santa Claus. God, it's about Christ in this Christmas season. We love you, Lord.
We thank you. Minister to hearts, we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, good morning. You may be seated. How are you guys? You guys doing good? I feel so much closer to you guys. I like this. They're smart. They got their mask on. They know they're in the splash zone right there. Good morning, guys. My name is Pastor Mikey, man. Um, before I let you guys know about some announcements and stuff, I want to talk about something that's, um, that's pretty serious. Um, I mean, we're family, so I feel like we can talk about these kinds of things, and it's actually a little bit scandalous, to be honest. Pastor Trevor, can you repent for your comments on pumpkin pie, please? God's gift to Thanksgiving. Amen. Somebody testify. Amen. Amen. Oh man, welcome to Rini Church. If this is your first time here, man. Please, I would I would encourage you to fill out this Connect card. What it does is is it allows us to connect with you, get to know you, reach out, let you know what's going on here at Renew Church. And even on the backside, if you want to communicate something with us, if you want to talk to a pastor, if you want to learn about baptism, small groups, serve, whatever. There's even an area to write prayers down. Fill that out. Drop it off in a bucket. We look at this. We take them serious. And we want to be able to help you guys, serve you guys, and, and bring you guys on in to this family. Even if you're not a first-time guest and you have something that you want to communicate to us, man, fill out this Connect card. It'll be worth your while. Who's excited for Christmas? Yeah. Awesome. And this place is looking amazing, right? But this is just the beginning. This place is going to continue to transform the rest of this month. We've got our upcoming show, The Journey on the Christmas Express. Now, you might have noticed this pack of invites on your seat. Take them. Give them to your coworkers, your friends, your family. Invite everybody to this thing. Our team is doing our part. It's going to be an amazing show. I'm telling you, this place is going to transform. Our production team is working on some crazy stuff that's going to look amazing. But we're doing our part. We need you guys to do your part. We're going to be here putting on an awesome show. We need you guys to bring people to that show. So share this with as many people as you want. We're going to have these this week and next week. So I would make it a goal to get rid of all of these this week, come back next week, and give out some more to your friends and family. It's going to be awesome. It's, it's a super easy, like, get it, man. People love Christmas. People love productions. They'll come here for that. And the bonus is they're going to get to hear about Jesus. So it's a win-win for everybody, man. Invite people to that. And if you want to be a part of that, if you want to get plugged in to that, you don't have to be an actor or an actress or anything like that. But if you want to just help out with set design, organizing costumes, whatever the case may be, there is a spot for you. And we're meeting here tonight at 6 p.m. We're meeting here every Sunday until showtime at 6 p.m. Um, to get ready for that. So if you want to be a part of that, man, come on, join us today. We'll find a spot for you and get you plugged in. Um, lastly, um, if you're new to Renew Church and you've never experienced the growth track, what that is, it's basically like an opportunity for you guys to see a little bit behind the curtain, get to know us a little bit more, our, you know, our mission, our vision, why we exist, how you can be a part of that. Growth track is next Sunday at 1035. If you want to be a part of that, I encourage you to come back for that and, and be a part of that 101 class. It's an amazing thing. Super recommend it. 
Lastly, if you'd like to give to Renew Church, just want to let you guys know that there's a few ways that you can do that. The first way is in person via the envelope in the seat pocket in front of you. You can drop it off in one of the buckets on your way out. The second way to do that is to do it online by visiting renew.miami forward slash giving. And the third and final way to do that is to do it via text by texting give to 786-565-1165. Would you pray with me? Lord, we thank you for this day, God. God, I thank you for just the encouraging message, God, that we were able to hear today. God, help us to be simple. Father, help us to be in the moment. God, I pray for this offering this morning, Lord. I pray that that you would bless it. God, honor these people, Lord, as they worship you in this way, God. If they give you what's yours, Father. God, you know their needs. You know the miracles that need to be happened. You know the, the, the things that need to be, you know, reconciled. And, Lord, we just lift everything up to you, God. We know that you're able. We know that you can. We love you. We trust you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, guys. See you next week.